0: It's the JT The Brick Show.
1: They get the snap off. Hand off Jacobs. That's the first down of the big hole. 15-10. Five.
2: touchdown Raiders.
0: Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio.
2: Raiders bring a blitz. He is smothered. And brought down. Max
1: Crosby for the sack
0: your silver and black home to sound off for over 20 years
1: shotgun snap to stidham lobs here corner for adams makes the
0: grab in the corner touchdown raiders an absolutely perfect pass and adams dragged his feet in the back left corner and now filling in for jt today is harry ruiz
3: The last month of the year without Raiders football is almost coming to an end. It's July 28th. Day three of training camp went down today at the Intermountain Health Performance Center down in Henderson, Nevada. No Jimmy G in action today, but almost everybody else was out there on the field. A great amount of fans were out there today at Raiders headquarters and shout out to all the folks that I was able to see that I know from Raider Nation shout out to the folks from the Black Hole proud sponsors of this show I saw Cisco Johnny Yvonne Becca always there supporting the Raiders I saw people from LA shout out to Auntie folks from out here in Las Vegas like Brenda Gabo I can keep going on and on and on and on because every day I see more and more fans I think once the weekend rolls around is when more fans can maybe call in sick to work or be able to get those days off from work and be out there representing the silver and black but i'm just so happy when i'm looking at that calendar that's so ready to turn to august a because raider football is about to kick off with games on the field yes they're preseason games but yes i want to see that newly brought talent onto the field. I know I've been saying his name all over the place since OTAs and mandatory minicamp, but Jakorian Bennett, he's really impressing me with what I've seen from him on the field. Number 29 in the program right there is a guy that you gotta keep your eye on, Raider Nation. And I've loved seeing him stride by stride right next to the speedster on the team's roster, Jacorian Bennett. So that's, in my opinion, something fantastic That we're seeing from this rookie cornerback. And like him, there are more players that want to impress, of course, the fans who, at the end of the day, are out there repping the team, supporting the team. But most importantly, the people that are in charge of building that roster, the people that are in charge of putting the game plan on the field. And for me, I haven't been this excited for a preseason in a long time. And we're just a couple of weeks away from being able to be at Allegiant Stadium on August 13th for that game against the 49ers. So Raider Nation, Get hyped. It's coming. All the action. You'll be able to listen to it here on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM with Jason and Lincoln. Or you can also listen to it in Spanish with myself, Harry Ruiz, on Deportes, Vegas. 1460 a.m. and at Raiders.com slash Espanol. We will be listening a little bit more ahead on the show. uh, Interviews from today's training camp media availability. We'll listen to Andre James and his full press conference. Guess what? Another offensive lineman that's a starter that praises Dylan Parham for the work that he has done since being selected from the from the from the University of Memphis by the Raiders in the third round of last year's draft. We will also be hearing uh, Jacoby Myers' his uh, first interview during training camp went down today at Raiders headquarters and snippets from Hunter Renfro. Someone that has been uh, mentioned plenty of times. Once Myers came over to the Raiders, everybody was like, "Does Renfro have a spot on this team?" About all the rumors that we've heard around from the NFL and people on social media going crazy about them. He addressed them. He wants to get healthy and he wants to be playing. Positive conversations he mentioned have gone down with General Manager Dave Ziegler and with Head Coach Josh McDaniels, and most importantly, he's out there on the field. He's getting. The- Work done. He's getting ready for the 2023 season because it was difficult for him last year not being healthy. He wasn't able to be on the field as consistently as everybody wanted after a great campaign the year before that. And, heck, since being drafted, he was a go-to guy for Derek Carr. His responsibilities kept increasing, and even the season prior to that when Darren Waller wasn't available, Hunter Renfro was the top wide receiver, the top pass catcher in the Raiders, so you know that the talent is there you know that the ability is there. This front office wouldn't have given him a contract, an extension, if they didn't feel comfortable with what he brings to this squad. And what I'm excited about is if you're able to get Jacoby Myers and Hunter Renfro on the field at the same time, both guys bring in different physical traits onto the field. Both guys bring a set of skills that is going to benefit The offense for the Raiders. So that would be fantastic if the Raiders are able to take advantage of that, of capitalize on that because this offense with Jimmy G on the field and being able to be that main conduit to be bringing in the offense that Josh McDaniels wants would be special if they're able to take advantage of that. We got a couple of guests lined up at the moment. Mayra Gomez, who last year we listened to um, on Thursday Night Football in Español on Amazon Prime. She was at every single Thursday Night Football game down on the field, interviewing all the players, interviewing all the celebrities around there. We'll be talking with her. She was also a part of the San Francisco 49ers broadcast last year with Jimmy G out there on the field. So she's a, a And plus, she's a Raider Nation member. So we'll be able to ask her about her point of view so far of the Raiders preseason of the Raiders training camp, but also get the point of view from the other side of the field, from the 49ers, what Jimmy G brought to the team last year when nobody expected him to return to the team. He played for them. He won games for them until the season ending injury on his right foot that everybody was In that organization said, no, we're not going to put him in the IR. We want him to be available in case the team keeps advancing in the playoffs. Well, they made it all the way to the championship game. They weren't able to send him out to the field. And uh, nobody knows if they had made it to the Super Bowl, if he would have played. But he is now with Las Vegas. He is now cleared. And he is now out here for the silver and black. Also, we have the high hopes, or at least I have the high hopes of being able to bring in Omar Ruiz from NFL Network, who actually, I think, will be able to bring him on the air uh, shortly after our first commercial break, so we'll be able to... We're going to switch guests. I'm out here talking with my, my man Bobby. We'll bring in Omar Ruiz after our first break, and then Mayda Gomez a little bit later. Omar is in town because the NFL Network, they got something going on uh, this weekend that is named the Backed, the Back Together Saturday, which that was last year. This year, it's Training Camp Back Together weekend presented by YouTube, so it's not only Saturday. It's going to be Saturday and Sunday with the NFL Network uh, being live from not only Henderson, but multiple camps. Actually, Bobby, are you okay with calling him now? Let's call Omar. He just texted me. He's like, I'm ready whenever you are. So let's have Omar on on the air to talk with him about uh, Back Together Saturday. NFL Network has been doing a great job doing coverage. It's going to be him and Cynthia Freeland covering the Raiders tomorrow. They're going to have interviews with players, with coaches. So it's going to be fun to be able to watch. I'll be there at camp, so I'll be watching him put in the work uh, quickly and also as a Latino. It's great to see another fellow Latino doing his thing out here covering the NFL. So let's bring Omar Ruiz on the air. Omar, primo, como estas? Hey, muy bien, Harry. Como estas? How are you doing? Doing fantastic. It's always great seeing you out here in Las Vegas covering the Raiders. Talk to us about what the NFL Network has planned tomorrow with because you guys changed from back together Saturday last year to training camp back together weekend. It's a whole weekend for you guys, and you're out here in <laughs> Vegas.
1: Yeah, we're expanding it. Cynthia Freeland and I will be out here in the morning for practice. We'll be broadcasting live uh, throughout practice um, as we will have people at all 32 teams this week. now they changed it this year, Harry, because I think a lot of the coaches wanted to build their schedules where this day was an off day. And so the NFL said, OK, that's fine. You want to have that as an off day? Well, then we'll do the back together uh, weekend so that way they can get some teams on Sunday as well. So all 32 teams will have a presence, really just a celebration of the fans, you know, who will be in attendance. Obviously, Raider Nation as emphatic and enthusiastic as any fan base in the entire country. So uh, it'll be awesome to see all the fans out there and, and how loud and proud they'll be. And it's a celebration of the return of football, everybody back, you know, for the first time since, you know, really the Super Bowl as, as far as the fan engagement goes. And so we can't wait to to see it tomorrow.
3: Yeah, it's going to be 17 hours of live coverage on NFL Network and NFL Plus, plus 50-plus on-air talent, and we have one of them here uh, on Raider Nation Radio right now, Omar Ruiz. What did you see today at training camp that caught your eye, Omar?
1: Well, I think, uh, you know, just how impressive Devontae Adams is. And I think Hunter Renfro even said, or Jacoby Myers uh, said, uh, well, they both did. And hearing from them just how smooth and how, how polished he makes everything look. And as often as I've seen him practice and play over the years, it, it's just as eye-catching every time you watch him play. I thought Max Crosby, you know, showing the leadership on defense, a spirited group, you know, running around, encouraging fans to, to get louder and, and to cheer them on. I think that was impressive. I think um, the offensive line, as big and physical as they are, they look like they're, you know, going to be even better and build off, you know, the way they grew together last season and be even better this year. And then the the tight end group, you know, obviously Michael Mayer, high draft pick, uh, expectations high for him. But even just looking at the depth, like OJ Howard, as big as he is, so they can get a big contribution from that group uh, here this season should bode well for not only the offense but the entire team's success.
3: Omar, what do you make about the projections that, for example, USA Today put out the other day, having the Raiders with 3-14, and 14, looking at the casinos, the odds that they have for the Raiders aren't great when you look at the playoff race, the Super Bowl championship, or even the divisional race. What do you make of that? Is it just a reflection of the team last year, and do you think there's talent in this team and in the coaching staff to do better?
1: There's no question there's talent here, but I think... All those prognosticators and the low expectations from the outside world are just a reflection of where are you going to hang your hat and guarantee success. So we know Jimmy G is coming in. He has the injury history. You know, if he stays healthy, you think you have a shot at winning. But when you talk about Josh Jacob, even if he comes back, and let's say, you know, he, he comes back and he dominates again, he dominated last year, and they only won six games. Devontae Adams was awesome last year. They only won six games. You talk about a defense that was very porous in 2022. Uh, you know, I don't know where you look and say, okay, they're going to be definitively better here to, to expect more wins. So I think that's where that comes from. But we've seen time and time again, New York Giants, a recent example from 2022 about a team that had low expectations and then, you know, significantly uh, uh, surpasses, what everyone expected them, and, and Giants even won a playoff game last year. So, you know, there's surprises every year. Uh, everything breaks their way. We get surprises from from players that, that the public doesn't know yet at this point. Then, um, you know, Raiders could see a lot of success in 2020.
3: Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And we're talking with Omar Ruiz. It feels weird talking with another Ruiz on the air in English. That doesn't happen often, Primo. Uh, he's going to be part of the coverage of training camp back together weekend presented by YouTube tomorrow and Sunday on NFL plus and NFL network, Josh McDaniels, what would he have to do with this Raider team for it to be a successful uh, season in your opinion, Omar?
1: Well, I'd love to see them get back to the playoffs, you know, after getting there in 21 and, and coming in and adding Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams and, and, uh, you know, a return to the postseason. I mean, this is, this is the Raiders, you know, this, you know, commitment to excellence and just win, baby, all that. So I don't think there's ever any, um, you know, expectation other than getting the postseason and competing for Super Bowl. So I think that should be the expectation. Now, you know, I don't think his job would be in any jeopardy if, if they didn't get there. But as, as, as far as judging what a successful would look like um, through Josh McDaniel's eyes, I don't think there's any reason to think that, you know, the playoffs shouldn't be the expectation for this team.
3: Yeah, this fan base is hungry. They're starving for success for a playoff win since that Super Bowl when they played against the Buccaneers. They haven't won another uh, playoff game. So hopefully it happens. And they're always also hungry and starving of seeing national coverage from the Raiders. And fortunately, the NFL Network provides it often. You're going to be on the air a little bit later. Tell the folks at what time and where they'll be able to watch you.
1: Yeah, we'll be on NFL Total Access tonight at uh, between 3 and 5 a couple times, breaking down the Raiders, just, you know, Josh Jacobs and what his absence means and, and the presence of Jimmy G now that we've seen him for a couple of days on the practice field. So uh, we'll be joined by Michael Robinson. Michael Yam should be a good show. Hope everybody checks it out.
3: Omar Ruiz always brings the fire. That's a song that you only get with Latinos. It's always great seeing <laughs> you on TV, on social media, killing it, Omar. Thank you so much, Primo, for coming on the air.
1: All right, igualmente. Thank you, uh, Harry. We'll talk to you later and I'll see you tomorrow.
3: Fantastic. There he goes. Make sure you catch him today on NFL Network uh, a little bit later from three to five. And then tomorrow, him and Cynthia Freeland will be on the air with training camp back together weekend presented by YouTube live on NFL Network and NFL Plus. I'm very happy we were able to get Omar Ruiz because I asked him today. I was like, Omar, is there a chance that you come on the air today? And he was he's super he's a busy guy. Heck, he works with the NFL Network. He's on the air almost every day, all day long. So I'm fortunate that we got those 10 minutes out of him because he brings great knowledge. And I always love getting that national perspective because we're local. We're here all the time. The Raiders are the team that we cover. When I get to call games, I get game notes from opposing teams. And I study what what's coming up ahead of that game. But I get to call every single Raider game. So by the time that week eight in the regular season rolls around, I know the Raider side of the flip card without even looking at the flip card. I know the players, the stats, the colleges, everything without even looking over on that side. When you talk about the opponent, I've been working on that opponent for a week, two weeks, three weeks. So it's good to get a perspective from the outside. And Omar does a fantastic job covering a lot of teams around the NFL and his his points when he gets on those uh, airlines, I'm pretty sure they're pretty high because he flies a lot all around the country doing NFL coverage. So thank you for coming on the air to Omar Ruiz. Catch him and Cynthia Freeland. Cynthia does a fantastic job. I started following her um when she was on ESPN and she did a great job and now she's with the NFL and she does an even better job so it'll be great to have both of them out here in Las Vegas so thank you for Omar to join for joining us we're actually going to go to a quick break and come back with Mayra Gomez uh I wanted to spread her out a little bit, 1240, but she said 1220 is better, so we'll get her on at 1220. Hopefully later I can go over with Omar and have a Modelo with him because Modelo is an official cerveza of the Raiders and the official beer of fans with the fighting spirits. Modelo, rooted in the heart of the Raider Nation. Drink responsibly. Let's go to a break, and we'll be back with more here on the JT The Brick Show.
4: Back to the JT the Brick Show with today's guest host Harry Ruiz.
5: Yeah, just how he sees the game, and he's done it right. You know, um, Coach Lombardi and Mick and Josh—they've done a—they've uh, done a great job of coaching it right, and they're great coaches. But for Da to go out there and, and show us how it's done, and um, kind of pull me aside when it's needed to you know, this is what I'm seeing, this is what I kind of, this is how I run this, how I, you know, view this, this is how I kind of look at coverage. Um, It helps you a lot and it gives you confidence to know that, you know, he's done it and, um, and he knows, you know, he knows what to look for.
3: Hunter Renfro speaking about Danny Amendola, the coaching assistant, returner's coach for the Silver and Black, two-time Super Bowl champion, which, by the way, we get a lot of close looks at him. Uh, While the team is stretching, this year the quarterbacks are getting some throws in near where the media is usually situated, where we stand, where we watch. So that's been pretty cool this year, and I'm like, damn. That coach has good hands. I was like, yeah, no wonder. It's Danny Amendola. That's a positive thing for the Raiders with more and more knowledge bringing, being brought to this coaching staff. And we're t- if we're talking about knowledge, we got to bring in the man that is in charge of this show, JT the Brick, who is calling in right now at this moment. JT, buenas tardes.
6: Mi amigo, live from New Paltz, New York. I'm at my nephew's wedding golf tournament with my dad. My sons, all my nephews just putted out on 18, wanted to check in and thank you for hosting and send a quick message to the Raider Nation. Unite behind this team, this healthy quarterback, the great wide receiver Devontae Adams, the rest of this offense, and Mad Max Crosby, and this defense. We need a united Raider Nation in the preseason, during camp, and kind of kicks start this team to get off to a good start this season.
3: And you know what JT every day I've been seeing more and more Raider Nation members out there at practice. The stands are more and more packed. You don't see a lot of empty spaces in the bleachers and now that the weekend is coming through I got a feeling that tomorrow it's going to be jam-packed and you see excitement from this fan base. Every time that Max Crosby walks near the stands the fans go crazy. Every time Adams has a catch the stands go crazy and that's what I'm saying. It's like let's have a positive Positive outlook and the best chance of success at this moment is having Jimmy G out there
6: the team improved from last year where they lost five double-digit leads in the second half of games I don't know how many games they are gonna win how many they should be in tight ones but this team has an opportunity with Jimmy Garoppolo to do really great things not good things on offense if he's able to do that everything changes on defense everything changes with down and distance everything changes in the red zone and really good things could happen. So that's where Raider fans should be right now. And I I love the Marcus Peters addition. I would hope there's one more addition on the offensive line or a linebacker. and I'm talking about a potential starter that could really have this roster in a good place starting the season. As I've been telling you, the start of this season is critical. Sean Payton's popping off saying reckless things. In the AFC West, Kansas City's great team. Unbelievable reigning chance, but they're not as good as they were last year just because they're losing some players. But most importantly, the Raiders have to start off fast. They have to play at Denver and at Buffalo, and they need a win in those first two games. The schedule will then open up, and maybe the Raiders can get hot and get on a roll at the middle point of the season. But I'm going to roll. I want to thank you and the Raider Nation. I'll be back next week. You're the best. And let's get training camp rolling the way it should be,
3: man. Really appreciate you. Absolutely. J.T. the Brick, thank you so much for calling in. That was interesting. What was it? His nephew's golf wedding something? I was like, wait, wait, wait. So, uh, damn, that, that his nephew got lucky that his wife was like, yeah, sure. Go have a golf tournament during our wedding weekend. That's cool. He hit a, I was going to say a home run, but no, a hole-in-one right there with uh, his wife being able to let him be A. Hey, Go have fun, play some sports, and then be ready for our wedding a little bit later. So let's roll on a little bit with the show, and let's talk about Marcus Peters. That addition, in my opinion, is fantastic for the silver and black team. He's a ball hawk for this squad. I'll give you this stat. I mentioned it in my article I wrote. Raiders.com slash Espanol. I didn't bring it up yesterday because I wanted to see a little bit more of Marcus Peters out there on the field. But Marcus Peters is 32 interceptions. That's an impressive number. But what about this? He has played in seven seasons. He's been in the NFL eight years. He was out one year due to injury. During those seven seasons, if you check out season by season and compare him to the leading interception getter in the Raiders, he would have led the Raiders in that interception category five out of those seven years. He would have been tied with the leader one season, and he would have only been behind the leading interception getter in the Raiders one year which was last season, which was him coming back after a season-long injury that didn't let him play in 2021. And still, his one interception last year with the Ravens was one away from the two guys that had two interceptions with the Raiders. That, If my memory serves me correct, it was Deron Harmon and Amik Robertson. That shows you that this guy, just with his instincts— of being able to get close to the football, of being able to break passes in a worst-case scenario, but in the best-case scenario, being able to get an interception and in in an even better case scenario, getting pick sixes, which, by the way, I was in Oakland once. The only game I was in the front row, he scored it right in front of me. And that Monday night football season opener, the it was two Monday night football games, the second one against the Rams, Raiders-Rams, the earlier one, the Broncos played somebody. I was there in the front row on the far side of the field, and I saw Marcus Peters pick off Derek Carr and then just run it into the end zone and pull off um, uh, Marshawn Lynch, if you know what I mean, with the celebration. And it was frustrating for me as a Raider fan. I was like, damn it. But then now it's like, hey. That guy's on our side of the field. That guy's on our defense. And it's not only going to be what he can provide on the field as a player, but also being able to be that guy that brings an extra oomph, an extra attitude, an extra being that kind of dog, like Max Crosby said, and being able – to bring that extra spice into the cornerback room, into the secondary of the silver and black, and just being able to get in the face of another player and be intimidating because Marcus Peters is that. He knows how to get into a player's brain, into a player's mind, and just uh, get him out of his groove, and that is positive. Now, who is going to line up on the outside, on the other side, for the silver and black in the cornerback? Who's going to line up? As a slot cornerback, Nate Hobbs, he shined the most when he played in the slot. Is there somebody else on the outside? Do you want to put a uh, Duke Shelley, a David Long, a Jacorian Bennett? It's all about finding out what works best for the team, and that's what's going on right now at training camp for the Raiders. Defensive coordinator Patrick Graham spoke about the addition of Marcus Peters to his squad the day before training camp kicked off for the
0: Raiders. Well, he knows more than anybody just having experience in the league that each year is different and you got to prove yourself each year. I know he's excited about the opportunity. I'm excited about working with him. And, you know, obviously what he's done in the past, you know, haven't seen him on film, you know, been on teams where our offensive coaches are are aware of where he's at. So it's definitely a positive to have that type of ball hawking mentality. But, you know, we're just working. He's excited about the opportunity and I'm excited to work with him.
3: Kansas City Chiefs. That's where he was drafted. He formed, he ap- afterwards signed with the Los Angeles Rams. And the last three years, he was a member of the Baltimore Ravens. So, this is a guy that has been with franchises that have been fighting to get into the postseason every single year that he has been out there in the NFL. And that, now let's hope that he's once again fighting to be in the playoffs with the silver and black. For that, this defense is going to have to change. This defense is going to have to be at least average above average would be best case scenario. Top 10 would be fantastic. Top 5, and this team would not only be a team that we hope that makes it to the playoffs, this team would be a contender if you get a defense to play the way that Patrick Graham wants them to play. The way that Patrick Graham would potentially be getting another job offer, a bigger one, when it comes to in the coaching ranks to potentially be a head coach elsewhere. If you can turn around a Raiders defense that has been struggling for the bigger part of two decades that changes your resume big time that is like the same thing if if a coach helps a squad go from being one of the worst in one aspect to being one of the best that changes your career, and let's hope that it changes not only Patrick Graham's career, but everybody else on the field, their career, and makes them a bigger profile and makes them the kind of guy like a Max Crosby is, who came into the Raiders as a fourth rounder and everybody was looking at Cleveland Furrow as a guy that, hey, he was a number four draft pick. He's going to be our future right there. He wasn't. Max Crosby was. Why? Because he put in the work. And the guys right now, they're putting in the work. Another one that's getting that work in is Divine Diablo, who is a fella that, unfortunately, a forearm injury against the Jaguars uh, in Week 9 last year ended his season. Now, let's have him back on the field being a leader in that linebacker Corp that isn't um, doesn't have a lot of big names, but they want to have that knowledge to be able to work together. Here's Patrick Graham speaking about the former Virginia Tech player.
0: The thing, you know, as he's learned to play the position more and more and more, and as a linebacker, it's about being able to have some anticipation some awareness pre-snap, that's always key because they're usually in some sort of run pass conflict. And the better they understand that, the better off, they, the more likely they are to make plays. And then we'll see when the physicality comes into it when we get the next week with the pads and stuff. But it all starts from film study, you know, him getting his playbook, understand what we're doing and understand the people, how the people around him are working together, leveraging the formation, leveraging coverage and knowing where he can make plays.
3: There you go. Patrick Graham speaking about Divine Diablo today. It's going to be a fun off season for the Raiders. Everybody competing to get their spot on the field, to get more and more responsibilities for the silver and black. The month of July is about to come to an end. And this month, it's the 75th anniversary of the margarita. Who hasn't had a margarita in the past? Famously created by Margaret Sames in Mexico with Cointreau as the main ingredient. Celebrate the 75th anniversary of the margarita all summer long. Not just in July. All summer long with Cointreau. I want to see you guys out there at the tailgate before the Niners game in the preseason, August 13th tailgating with some margaritas, with some modelos, too. Let's have fun out there, Raider Nation. I won't be wearing a suit, though. I'll be wearing a polo because it's going to be too damn hot. It's starting to get extra crispy out here in Las Vegas. Let's go to a break. Raider Nation we will come right back with Mayra Gomez, former Thursday Night Football analyst with um, Amazon. She did a fantastic job. Also, with the 49ers, we'll have her perspective on Jimmy G, who she covered all last year, and also the national perspective on the Raiders. Let's go to a break. You're listening to the Jay to the Brick Show on Raider Nation Radio.
5: To the JT the Brick Show with today's guest host Harry Ruiz. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, our fans are incredible. I uh, haven't got a chance to go over there. You know, we had media today, and so hopefully this weekend or early next week go over there and you know sign autographs and hang out with them. And um, but they've been incredible. And you know, Raiders fans are are the most loyal and passionate fan base in, in football. And I think that's evident to everybody in here. Um, you know, who, who cover us, and so. Um, Yeah, it's special, and it definitely gives you an extra, extra step.
3: Damn right, Hunter Renfro. The Raider Nation is often imitated, but never duplicated. And I got somebody that's a part of the Raider Nation right now here on the phone lines. We can all plan whatever we want to do on the air one day. And then you get thrown a curveball and you got to adapt. And Maida Gomez, I really appreciate you on your vacation time from a balcony somewhere with a huge uh, piece of water behind you being on the air with me today. Thank you so much.
4: Thank you, Harry. Thank you for having me here. You know, I was listening earlier, and you were mentioning Margaritas. I said, Harry, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm already ahead of the game. I already understood the game plan, and I'm executing it as we speak, Harry. So I'm excited to be here with you. And before we get started, I just want to echo what JT said earlier as well. He said, Raider Nation, you have to unite. And, I mean, you've already started. You've united him from New York and me from Palm Desert. There you go.
7: This is what we
3: do, Harry. We're bringing guests from all over the place on vacation. It's like, you're on vacation. It doesn't matter you're on vacation. You're coming on the air today. Maida, you were out there with the 49ers last year. You saw Jimmy Garoppolo in action in person. Plenty of games uh, with your coverage with the 49ers, with Thursday Night Football on Amazon. What can you tell us about Jimmy G that maybe people can't catch if they only follow per se, an injury report, or if they only see the stats with wins and losses. You were there. You watched the games. What can you tell us about Jimmy G that Raider Nation might be missing out on?
4: Yeah, I've actually had the pleasure of watching Jimmy for the past few years now. So I was there when he lost the Super Bowl with the San Francisco 49ers in Miami. I saw the pain he had in that moment. I saw him come back from it. I saw him get injured. I saw him come back after the 49ers talked the entire offseason about trading him and yet still leave this team to an incredible record until, of course, he got injured again. However, one of the words that I, always comes to mind when I think of Jimmy Garoppolo is resilient. He is so resilient. It doesn't matter how many times you knock him down. It doesn't matter how many times he fails. It doesn't matter how many mistakes he makes. He is going to get back up and fight. He's going to get back up and get things done. And you can see that mentality is already there. And you can see that his, you know, his teammates can understand it because I mean, he already got, he already got the green light from Matt Crosby. He already said, "Jimmy G, he's a dog." So you know, he's already showing his players what kind of man this
3: person is absolutely and how do you think he his way of playing football will fit with the Raiders we know he's not a bomb thrower but at the end of the day that's not what Josh McDaniel's system is based off on getting 60 yard touchdowns on a consistent basis
4: well I'm actually going to tell you he and I'm not going to correct you but I am going to remind you that Jimmy Garoppolo can actually throw some pretty good bombs if you just let that, that arm go, he can get the ball down the field. He did it a few years ago when he had, um, I'm drawing a blank right now, he came from the, from the Denver Broncos to the San Francisco 49ers, and Jimmy Garoppolo was there. Emmanuel that Sanders? Super Bowl, Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders. Jimmy G has proven that he can throw. He didn't do it much in San Francisco because that was not very, you know, that was a their system. San Francisco's offense is very much a running game. It's very much short passes. It's short slots. So he didn't need to throw his bar. They didn't allow it because maybe, you know, Kyle saw one too many mistakes on him, or maybe he didn't agree with it. I can't really tell you why he didn't do it, but I can tell you that Jimmy G does have an arm. And, we, you know, we already heard from, um, from Adams where he was talking about, how he's you know, telling them, hey, throw that ball long, send it to me, I got you, I'd rather you throw the ball further out, I'm going to get there. So they're already building this communication. Don't be surprised, Harry. We get some of those deep balls.
3: Heck, Jimmy G yesterday said, I thought I overthrew Adams, and he still made the catch. <laughs> so it's like, hey, when you exactly. got Devontae Adams, you just throw it, and you know that he's going to end up uh, one way or another with that football in his hands. We're talking with Maida Gomez. Follow her on Instagram, and on Twitter, if I recall correctly, Mayra L. Gomez, right, Mayra?
4: That that is correct. That's absolutely correct. If you want to see a lot of football and you want to see some vacation, porque Mayra se la pasa de tú.
0: There you
3: go. Mayna Gomez, our guest right now here on Raider Nation Radio. So I was asking Omar Ruiz, another fellow Latino covering the NFL, what do you make about the national media uh, putting the Raiders, for example, USA Today, they had them with a 3 and 14 projection for the 2023 season, which I don't agree with, but that's their opinion. But then you go over to the casinos and you see the odds and you can make some good money if the Raiders win the AFC West, if the Raiders make it to the playoffs, if the Raiders win the Super Bowl, and you place a bet right now, you can be making a lot of money because those odds are pretty low for the silver and black. What do you make of that?
4: You know, these these odds are made from what the Raiders have done, who the Raiders were last season, what happened. You know, what's happened in the past couple of years, really. If we go down, I mean, we're going to go into a rabbit hole, really, Sherry. We talk about everything that's happened in the past couple of years, where these odds come from. And currently, you have a quarterback that many, many do doubt, many do question, you know, how healthy is he going to be? I mean, I tweeted it out, and the first comment was, so for how long do we have him? It's like, you know what? Wash off that idea. You're a fan. You need to support your team. JP said it. You've got to unite and believe in this team. But realistically, we can't fight those odds. I don't agree with them. I think, again, I'm excited to see this offense. I know that once this offense changes, this defense is going to get that same energy. Crosby's there. I absolutely love him. And things are going to change overall for Raider Nation. There's been a lot of inconsistency all over the place, on and off the field, unfortunately. Lots of bad things have happened with, with the Raiders. From the final year in Oakland to their move to Las Vegas, a lot of things have happened. And so that's where those odds are coming from. The Raider Nation not being able to hold it together. But I think this is a new start. It's something that we talked about, actually, almost a year ago, Harry, when you asked me, who do you want, you know, who do you think would be your ideal quarterback with Raider Nation? And, you know, and I'm on a little high. Actually, I've been on a little high ever since he signed with Raider because I said, I call that. But it was the right quarterback for Raider Nation. It was a quarterback with, you know, some experience, quarterback that's going to build that communication that the offense needs, that's going to bring – leadership but also be open to the idea of conversation and again adams mentioned it he talked about it he said you know this is a guy that's willing to learn he's coachable he's able to extend that lead, and he's smart he wants to learn so just go you know rounding off to your question that's where those odds come from but i believe in radio nation i don't agree with it and i think we should be putting some bets in, Harry.
0: And you
3: know what? Let's last some money. Last year. Last year I, I can't. I don't anymore. That that's two things I've left <laughs> in the past. Alcohol <laughs> and gambling on uh, sports. I don't do And heck. I think I've stopped both of them pretty much since the pandemic. Uh but I'm
4: gonna tell you one thing really quickly. I always tell people, if you're going to gamble, let it be money that you will not miss.
6: Because oh, exactly. if it's
4: anything that you're gonna miss, don't gamble. I gambled once. In my life, because I had won some money, and I was like, "Oh, it's extra money," and I lost, and I learned in that moment. Because as soon as I lost my money, I said, "Oh, I could have bought so many things with that money. What did I do?" Yeah, no,
3: plus you know what? So I learned. <laughs> I'm a local, and us locals, we don't even go to casinos as much the few times i go through a casino it's because there's a movie theater in that casino and i'm gonna go watch (laughs) a movie on discount tuesday to spend less money no not even that i don't even go to restaurants in casinos i'm like i look for restaurants outside well once the season (laughs) starts and my friend rachel brown shout out to her shout out to gorilla rilla shout out to his wife Marilyn, we always end up going to a lot of places that they love to eat at And I'm just like the fourth wheel. I'm like, all right, guys, let's go and have fun. But it's more about the relationships, the folks around you. Maida, we hope to see you out here in Vegas often. I'll let you go and enjoy the beach, enjoy your vacation, enjoy the sun. I hope it's not 115 degrees like out here in Las Vegas and that it's enjoyable for you. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming on the air today on your vacay.
4: It's pretty close to that, Harry, but we're getting ready because, as you mentioned, we're hoping to be out there a few games at least this season and excited to see what the Raiders can do. But once again, before I peace out here, remember what JP said, Raider Nation, you got to unite. Believe.
3: Absolutely. So have a good one,
4: Harry. Thank you for having me.
3: Thank you so much, Mayra Gomez. She used to cover the Raiders out there in the Bay Area. She did great coverage with Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime. And she also did a fantastic job, even though they were the 49ers. She did the color analyst position that gig for a couple of games, including the one out here in Las Vegas. Raider Nation, I want to hear from you. The phone lines are phone lines are open the rest of the way. The rest of the show, I want to hear from you. 702 365 200. And speaking about social media, speaking about negativity of people uniting, something that I always see when Jimmy Garoppolo was out on the field the first two days, people on social media, oh, but let's see when he gets hurt. And then today when he had a scheduled day off, oh, you see it happen again. I'm like, guys. There's a process that this coaching staff, the training staff, the medical staff with the Raiders, they trust that they will be able to continue to follow and do everything. But stop with the negativity. But you know what? It's all like the pictures with the eggs that they're not even real people.
2: You know, I'm, I got to say this. I I, I just got to toss this out. We got a couple of minutes for a break. You know, most of you guys know I'm a Red Sox fan. Born and raised in Boston, the whole bit. We got a thing back home where we call what we call the Fellowship of the Miserable. And these are the guys that get on sports radio and they whine and moan and piss and bitch about the Red Sox. This pitcher's is no good. Chris Sale's a disaster. KKR Hernandez should have traded him last month. Got to get rid of Alex Cora. Got to get rid of High and Bloom. Blah 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 blah. Y'all are start. Some of you, some of you out there, are starting to sound a lot like that. The Fellowship of the Miserable, West Coast version. Way to go, guys.
3: Yeah, and that's something that whenever I'm on social media, and for example, I post a lot of stuff about the Raiders. Why? Because I call their games. Why? Because I have access to training camp. Why? Because I get to get a little bit more information about the Raiders. And I post a lot about the Raiders when it's work stuff that I post about. And every time I post about the Raiders, like the negativity comes out. And I'm like, guys, come on. But you know what? The positive thing is... 99% 99% of the people that I see in person, it's people that are positive, people that are doing the things, supporting the team, and that's something that I appreciate. So shout out to all all those folks that bring in the positivity too.
2: Because the God's honest truth is nobody's going to say right to your face the stuff they print on social media. It there never you happens.
3: Go. Exactly. Let's go to the phone lines. Mitch from New Jersey. Mitch, how are you, my friend? How's it going, Harry? How's everything? Doing all right. What do you think about training camp so far for the Raiders? What do you have in mind?
7: Well, first of all, I don't know how you live out there. It's 90 years. It feels like 100. It's too much.
3: Hey, man. I, I've oh. lived in the desert more than 80% of my life between Torreón, Coahuila, El Paso, Texas, and Las Vegas. I'm used to it, and I prefer that over your winters out there in New Jersey.
7: Well, we had a good winter, but that, that was an anomaly.
3: Yes, um, Hey, you excited, man? From what you've heard from training camp?
7: Well, I don't. Um, from my little bits and catches, I, I think I think our offense is gonna be good. I think Jimmy's gonna have a pretty good year. But either way, I want to see a draft one of those Pac-12 quarterbacks that are come out next year, or even Jackson Dart. There's gonna be so many good quarterbacks. Jimmy's at a long term. We can keep Jimmy even next year. If we have to. And most interest, what Aiden's got. So that's how we're not, we're not going to be that bad, you know, they're going to get Caleb Williams. I think I, I think Arizona's going to have a win They're going to get Caleb. They're going to get uh, something for Kyle Murray, who I think is a good quarterback himself. And I'm um, also seeing what I, I mentioned, you know, O'Connell. Uh, I'm going to see more of Zacchaeus white, right? Because I think Josh Jacobs, this uh, union, I mean, the roughest sport and it has the least amount of uh, guaranteed money of all the sports. And they the only uh, only gets I you mean how does Daniel Jones get forty million and Josh Davis can get a three year contract.
3: It's just the value of the position at the moment. Mitch, I appreciate your call. We have to go to a commercial break. But before that, I want to remember you that since 1995, the Black Hole Fan Club has been the foundation of the nation with over 40 chapters worldwide. If you bleed silver and black and want to connect with other diehard fans, then visit theblackhole.com and become an official member of football's most notorious fans shout out to cisco shout out to johnny shout out to mark that do a fantastic job with the black hole let's go to a break and we're going to come back with our number two of the jt the brick show